Welcome to Sinequanon News. I'm your anchor, Persona Non Grata. Today, Big Con strikes again in the American response to the State of the Union address. Here we have a case of censorship. Eliza Blue and Ella Irwin, the head of Twitter's Trust and Safety, have embarked on a campaign of censorship for people posting videos of Eliza Blue that were in the public domain. Now, the victims of this censorship are primarily Brittany Venti and the quartering Yellow Flash and several others. And so what do they do as victims of the censorship? They do the only thing they can do. They retaliate. They do a deep internet dive for dirt on Eliza Blue because a lot of her story doesn't make sense. And so they're going to make her famous and bring the powers that be to bear. And so they were doing well uncovering a lot of information and critical masses being reached until Tim, Bull, Tim Poole won't pick up the ball. And then after a massive backlash from his own audience, he then picks it up, but then fumbles it and kills the momentum. Now, this has been going on for a couple of weeks now. And I'm here to tell you, BitCon is definitely here. Looks like Crowder was more correct than he thought. No conservative outlet is picking this up. All of these outlets that have outright stated in the past that they would die on the hill of free speech are nowhere to be found. This is the part where someone like Steven Crowder steps in, but so far nothing. Where is Glenn Beck with his mantra of when they came for such and such, I did nothing, never again. The biggest conspiracies are not the execution of well-planned evil geniuses. It's not the Nazis. It's those who stood by and did nothing. They are the conspirators of silence and inaction. Whereas BidCon, we're well past the time frame for ignorance and other trivialities as an excuse. To be frank, we are well into the negligence and malicious negligence phase. Soon, they will become conspirators and co-conspirators. So far, it looks like maybe finally Tim Poole has understood that this is an issue of censorship and he has made his peace with his audience and the victims. However, they can't allow that to kill the story. It's not done until these people get uncensored off of Twitter and YouTube. Even Eliza Blue has come out and fessed up to a certain extent that she's fraud. But that doesn't do anything until they get their accounts back. Until they get remonetized. So, until people like Elon Musk start stepping up and YouTube start stepping up and Big Con stop stepping up, this is still a significant issue. Now we'll move on to the American response to the State of the Union address. Before that, I'd like to tell you that there are two types of people in this world. There are ants and there are real men and women. Ants are only interested in controlling all the other ants in all their aspects of their lives. Real men and real women run their own lives. Before I get into the substance of the State of the Union, let's go over what wasn't in the State of the Union. President Biden neglected to mention the American military and non-military personnel that were left behind in Afghanistan. 
Not only has he failed to remember them, he has failed to do anything to secure their release and freedom and return to America. He neglected to mention the January 6th political prisoners, whom even if you think they're guilty, have been languishing in prison for two two years without a trial. He neglected to mention all the victims of the COVID-19 virus that were sponsored by the U.S. government in Wuhan and all the victims of the vaccine that were handed out during the crisis. Moving on to what the president did talk about, it was the biggest example of the futility of government I've ever seen. He mentions the inflation numbers, how they're coming down. Well, the inflation has come down from 7% two years ago to 6.5% last year. Inflation is cumulative. That means you've lost 13.5% in your purchasing power. He talks about creating more jobs than anyone else, like 14 million. However, during the crisis of COVID, during the crisis, we lost 20 to 30 million jobs. So we've barely recovered half of those jobs. And he talked a lot about infrastructure, rebuilding roads, improving Wi-Fi, and all types of government spending. And that's what you can take away from the rest of these programs is they're just spending programs for the government to spend more money, to grab more money from you. And that's the futility of government. They talk about things you need or want and their plan to spend money to get to get it. And then they don't get it, yet they increase spending because they failed to get it. Then they promise to spend more money to fix problems like the border crisis. They claim now that they need more funding, yet they're not even doing the jobs they were supposed to do. They're not turning away people. They're not catching people at the border. The people that are coming across the border are turning themselves into the border. It doesn't cost any more money. In fact, it costs less money to turn them away and send them back than it does to process them through and give them a court hearing. And that's all you heard about in the State of the Union. And it demonstrates the futility of government. The government's going to grow. It's going to spend. It never voluntarily stops growing and spending until the people stop it, until the people resist. Only then can it be brought to heal. Now, if you listen to the State of the Union, the message you receive is based upon the type of person you are. If you're an ant, you got your marching orders. If you're a man or woman, it was a shot across the bow. And that means it's time to fight. It's time to push back. It's time to fight and push back at every turn, on every level, every day. So if you're a man or woman, do your duty. Fight back. If you were formerly an ant, ant, welcome to the fight. For Sinequanon News, I'm Persona Nangrata. Please spay and neuter your politicians. Good night.